0: Tonight we are playing another session of Mork Borg, but this time it's a little bit different. Uh, we're actually going to be uh, spotlighting a project that is on Game Found, which uh, we we talked to the creator Brian Cullen uh, on Sunday uh, about uh, this project, and uh, it's wrapping up Friday. So if you are interested in picking up this supplement for Mork Borg, it's called Crawling Death. Beneath the Dying Forest, it creates this ever-shifting uh, dungeon crawl experience that uh, you can play through, and, and it's—I think it's going to be probably one of my uh, one of my supplements that'll go right alongside all the other cool stuff that uh, the Morkboard guys have been uh, putting out. So, definitely check it out in the description of this video. It's super cool. I think it's—you know—if you can afford it. It's it's a no-brainer if you're a fan of Morkborg. So go check it out. Like I said, only a few days left, but let's stick around. We're going to play Crawling Death Beneath the Dying Forest from Creature Curation. Stick around. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Conditioning Gaming. My name is Doug, today on the show, we're playing Dying, uh, Crawling Death Beneath the Dying Forest, a uh, supplement book for uh, Mork Borg, uh used with their, uh, their their open license. And uh, yeah, really excited about this project. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a super, super big hit. And if you see uh, Brian, uh, the creator, at any conventions going forward, or if you know of any stores that uh, carry Morkborg products, you might want to send them over this uh, this info and uh, of course if you see brian at, at conventions make sure to check this uh, this book out because uh, uh, i think it's going to be a, a big hit for him all right without further ado let's just bring everybody on uh if you enjoy more board content hit that like button down below if you want to see more of it hit that subscribe button too if you haven't already greatly appreciate everyone that is part of our VCG community that uh, loves all the things that we do and appreciates all the people that give their time for the show. Uh, it definitely, uh, we, we do this because there's just so many great creators and designers in the indie RPG space, and we're glad that we can have a platform to showcase them. All right, without further ado, let's bring on our cast tonight. we got a stellar cast. Look at this. we got... Brian, the creator. Brian, congratulations on the success for your uh, of your campaign so far.
1: Thank you very much, and thanks for having me.
0: As, as always, as always, thank you for, for for giving your time. I'm I'm so excited for Crawling Death beneath the Dying Forest, uh, and as well as Grass Grim, which is coming out here very soon uh, from Infinite Black. You're just uh, rocking it with this uh, this Morfborg, uh license, open license, hey. so.
1: It's very inspiring. It makes me want to make make better things.
0: Cool, cool. Uh, and then joining us uh, t- tonight is Fen. You've seen him a couple times on the show already. I don't know that I've actually been on the show. Have you be not been
2: but on the show? I don't think so. I think we've just thought... we've just interacted in other worlds outside of here. I thought you were on
0: VCG I... Con. Maybe not.
2: No, 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 you're right. I was. I was on vgcgcon Con once. That okay, great. you're right. So this is this is my, my second time back. But second
0: anyway. follow follow up. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good deal. Anyway. Well, thank you, Fen, for giving your Hello. time. Yeah. Josh. You can't you can't have a Morkborg session without Josh. I mean, that's that's just that's it's a it's a requirement on this show. So Josh, thank gotta you. Gotta so have,
3: much. gotta be here. It's, it's a legal obligation. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, the guy in in my the,
3: contract. <laughs> it is, it is it,
0: amongst other requirements that I have to, you know blue m and bowl blue m&ms i think i have to have sent to your house and yeah i don't know there are all sorts of <laughs> all sorts of of uh, writers in that contract uh and then this guy right here i don't know uh, sir can you please introduce yourself because i am not familiar with you at all i don't know who you are
4: uh my my name is doug uh it's it's my show uh victory condition gaming yeah
0: yikes now, that of course is jason hunt who yeah. you see as a regular <laughs> on the show all the time if you're not
4: familiar with me on this show you haven't been watching for very long <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you everyone for, for giving your time and right now i'm just going to just this is me just compacting my show Doug is now doing some terrible pantomime it's <laughs> it's it's no this is my gimmick this is what i do jason it is, Jeez. It is yeah
4: it is a gimmick yeah
0: I, I i compact it all in like a and i throw it over brian's way
1: oh i caught it i caught nice. it nice the show you. is in
0: your hands now I'm, I'm i'm letting letting the wheel go awesome
1: well all of you have played Morkboard before correct yes okay then I'm not going to dive into any explanation of rules or anything like that. Instead, we will go right into the story, especially knowing that we want to play for about two hours. As a group, the four of you have been a, a troop for, for maybe two or three months. So you know at least a little bit about yourself, however much you want to share with one another. Before we get into what is going on in, in the story itself, uh, well, no, I'll, I'll give a, a brief overview. And then I'd like each of you to say what the rest of the group would know about you um, before we we dive into the adventure itself. Um, So what you know is there's supposedly this tunnel system that lies below the Dying Forest. It's between the Bergen Crypt and the Valley of the Unfortunate Undead. And at the far edges of this forest, on the outskirts of, of those regions, there are entries into this cavernous tunnel system that can allow those who dare not travel through the trees where there is certain death, um, it allows you to make your way beneath them. But all that you've known growing up to whatever age that you've, you've managed to, to live to at this point, those who dare enter into the dying forest there, um, they get engulfed and swallowed alive or uh, as early as you could speak, you called it the forest of the dead. And even then only in whispers and hushed tones. Rather than step foot inside, you would much rather find a way beneath, even though you hear that the tunnels there are ever shifting. As a troop, you, are, you were hired by the one-eyed truth speaker. Because Malkala, the mad warlock, has gone into hiding in these tunnels. He had stolen the lost Tome of Abyssal from this one-eyed truth speaker. This bent old oracle offered you a very large sum of silver for Malkala's hands, and if you can return any of the scrolls to him. Now knowing this, and knowing that it's somewhere within these tunnels, I'd like you to tell a little bit about who your character is. Um, Doug, who is uh, Nifel? And if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. No, that's, that's, I
0: mean, that's better than I probably would have
1: pronounced it. So
0: (laughs) Nifel is, uh, uh, he is an uh, esoteric hermit uh he was raised on the lonely island the band i guess that no i I guess on a lonely island uh and uh it's an island no one else has ever heard of and i can't return to it for some reason um and i look worried and wasteful um i have one hand that's replaced with a rusting hook that does d6 damage which is pretty cool and uh (laughs) yeah I whistle while I'm trying to hide, although I try to deny that I don't do that. (laughs) And if we're trying to be silent in this lonely, in this uh, underground cave or whatever, uh, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Um, Looks like I whistle whenever I roll a 5, 7, 9, 11, or 13. So that's going to be fun. And yeah, I'm just pretty much like a, a loner, I guess. And I'm worried all the time and just wasteful. And somehow I lost a hand.
1: Very good. And Fen, can you tell us about uh, Daru? I can I can indeed
2: tell you a little bit about Daru. Um, Daru is a little bit just, just left of crazy. Um, he, originally he was abandoned in a crypt. Um, important parts that you know is that he's just been searching for all sorts of chaos huge problems with authority and like believes nobody is truthful to them um i, I limp a little bit when I walk um and i also giggle insanely at the worst moments so
0: nice
1: um, a is, oh, I,
2: I also have a, <laughs> uh, a a monkey that says nothing ignores everyone but apparently sticks around so <laughs>
1: Very good. And does this monkey, have you named this monkey or would the, the rest of the troop know the monkey's name?
2: Um, I, I would say the rest of the troop know the monkey's name. I would not know I'd not come up with a name off the top of my head So um, let's just call it uh, Fitzgerald
1: the okay. monkey. Fitzgerald, All right. Fitzgerald. <laughs> A regal name for a monkey Excellent. Okay And then uh, Josh, uh, about Kratar
3: Okay, so Kratar is a fang deserter uh, so clumsy and dull witted. Uh, not the brightest bulb in the box. Grew up in a brothel. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, my face is rotting. Um, so I wear a mask, and, nice. but there's this constant stream of blood that dribbles out from underneath of it from picking my nose so bad. It's like, you just got to get in there. There's something in there that's just, oh, and I just can't reach it. But I keep trying.
0: I can give you a hand or a hook with that.
3: (laughs) Oh, would you?
0: Um, No, no.
3: Because, I mean, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, there's not a whole lot to me other than that. You know, i just constantly walking around, you know, just.
1: uh. Very good. Okay. And then Jason with uh, Lenker. Uh, Lenker is the prophet of Acropho. Uh,
4: Acropho is a dead god, actually, uh, slain by the two-headed basilisk. And Lenker has opted to attach himself to this group of adventurers strictly because he still believes that there is a way to bring acrofo back. So he's his plan is to search with this group until he finds her crypt and manages to resurrect her. Um, he's... Ruthless to a fault, um, not very hygienic. He bites his nails a lot, but he saves the clippings for a reason that he's not willing to disclose. Um, most recently, he was run out of town uh, with part of the group because he had an affair with a member of the royal family, and uh, he actually has proof in the form of some articles of clothing from the from the member of the royal family he had an affair with. Um, the one notable thing about him, other than that strangeness, is. No matter how many times he's been asked or forced to bathe, he constantly exudes the stench of the grave as if he's somewhat deceased himself. He tends to blame it, however, on uh, Kratar because, of course, you know, <laughs> the rotting face, it works. <laughs> but that's that's Linker in a nutshell.
1: Very good. Okay. Um. while just before traveling to where you're going to and to, to finding your way to these tunnels beneath the dying forest. Um, uh, Dara, would you roll a d10 to find out one a rumor that you may have heard while traveling there? A
2: d10, you said. Yes, please. Absolutely. That is going to be a ten on that d10, or a zero,
1: whichever you prefer. <laughs> you've uh, you've heard that scrolls and other magics will not work in this place of pure evil. Whether you believe it to be true or not is up to you, but that is something that you have heard.
2: Daru, Daru will have shared this knowledge, but Daru would not believe it himself because don't trust anything anybody says ever.
1: You get yeah. to your party, having been, been hired to travel here, you get to the edge of this forest and you can tell that the trees are all rotting and dying and they make a strange creaking noise as they kind of blow in the wind. It's very eerie up above, but carved into like the, the side of the hill leading up to this forest, you see exactly where uh, the, the this, this prophet had, had sent you. And it's an archway carved in with roots that dang, come down from the tree limbs above and almost form a perfectly symmetrical arch. The roots kind of grow around it, twist and turn, almost framing it as though someone had 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 done such a, a meticulous, fine job carving it. Hmm. Uh, i assume that you enter in yeah i'll i'll uh, shamble in the uh
0: yes, that. yes
5: we, let's go forward
1: a- as a group having having traveled together before um and gone on paths to try and gain silver and notoriety what would your normal order be and when traveling through say a tunnel that's about 10 feet wide
4: um i will definitely be third in line i think um we're not gonna do any double line are we we're gonna go single file i mean single file makes sense 10 foot wide is a little bit snugly for anything else
0: yeah Yeah. i don't want to be next to you guys
4: (laughs) 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 i don't
3: mind being up front either
0: all right okay so Uh, yeah i'll 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 be second i guess after the right and
1: then daru is uh is fourth
2: Yep, the only one that has to catch the, the scent of Linker's
1: presence. Hope <laughs> so I don't trip over
4: any rock. But now, now we're in a place where everything smells of decay, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As we enter into this tunnel y system, the walls, the ground, everything above is all made of roots and vines that seem to be growing down. It's like the trees that were up above have been there for centuries and they've just twisted and and calcified onto the walls, making it just just strange textured surfaces. It's moist and damp and even though there are roots lining the ground, it's still kind of soft to walk on. Uh, Going in, it it travels down a corridor heading slightly south for about 30 feet before it curves back around uh, almost in a U-shape. Where up above you you see a corridor that, that branches out to the to the west and one continuing to go north and everybody make a presence test and let me know uh, what you get with a dr of twelve. Ooh, twenty. I got a seven. I got a nine. Kay. Fourteen. Okay, so uh, Kratar and uh, Daru. As you're you're walking through, you notice something odd, even though these walls look as though they're made of vines and roots and they look almost rigid, you see a slight ever expanding and contracting movement to it. It's very subtle and very slow. It's like it comes in and it goes out and it comes in and it goes out, but it's almost to a a rhythm itself continuing to, to, to do that. Would it be hey
3: guys there's a dance party down there
1: <laughs> not quite as fast as a... <laughs> would be more akin to breathing? I'm sorry
2: is it would it be more more akin to breathing yes it would okay I'm just gonna point out on the walls I don't know if you see that the uh the walls have breath here so
1: why there
4: um I will put my hand to the wall and see if I can actually feel it moving.
1: Holding it there and especially after being told that, that that that's what they saw, you can definitely feel it just kind of a slight slight movement and a slight pulse, not not a lot, but just enough to to notice that it's it's actually moving.
4: Some sort of creature perhaps.
1: Are we walking into something's mouth? I think there would be
2: more teeth if we were
1: you've heard tales that this is the ground under here is constantly shifting and moving. Hmm. Hmm.
4: I guess I'll, I'll, I'll keep an extra eye on my feet or something to make sure I don't trip over something.
1: Okay. If, Oops. uh, <laughs> if you do nothing else, um, with, uh, with Kratar in the lead, um, there is a corridor that branches west and a corridor that branches north. Um, which direction will you take and,
5: I say, I say, go northward.
1: As you continue northward, um, uh, will uh, uh, Lenker, will you roll a D six and a D ten as though they are percentile dice? Okay. With the D six coming first. Alrighty. Um, fifty-eight. Excellent. Um, can you re-roll the the eight?
4: Sure. Uh, two.
1: Thank you. As you. Work your way north. The corridor goes probably, goes about 60 feet curving a little bit, working its way upward until it go, it opens into a, a wide spance to the left, to the west, where a giant room opens up. It's damp. It smells of fresh soil. And there's carts and wagons suspended from the ceiling. It looks hmm. as though perhaps they may have sunken in from the ground above and somehow gotten caught while, while there, uh, hmm. the, the corridor continues North, but this is in a, a big pocket alcove off to the West.
4: Interesting.
0: I'm
1: I'm going to walk over to that alcove and, and take a look.
5: look yeah, out. I'll go with you.
1: As you walk in, uh, you see a couple of different wagons, uh, one looks like it has some sort of bars on it as though it was a cage at one point. You see um, the, the skeletal remains of someone dressed in very fine clothing, uh, hanging by a root that looks like it is wrapped around its neck. neck. And it's almost as though he was, he was hung there by the, forest, the roots of the trees themselves. Uh, make a uh, presence test while looking around there. Oh, that's a natural 20. That's an 8. As, as soon as you see that and, and you see it and you look up at the wagon, you see like hand-painted on one of the sides that it says uh, Carid Circus just painted on, on the side of the wagon. Mm. I guess that's why this circus didn't come to town.
5: <laughs> Dora, an, an excellent observation.
2: Monkey, does your monkey <laughs> come from the circus? Fitzgerald, do you come from the circus?
4: And the monkey, of <laughs> course, ignores him. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. right?
1: <laughs> the the things that are suspended from from the ceiling would are probably about uh, ten to twelve feet up. Most of them, like about like from from where you are. So you'd need to, if you wanted to try and do anything, you'd probably need to lift somebody on on your shoulders or do something else. Uh, to try if you wanted to access any of the things that are still suspended from the ceiling. Uh, cr- Cradar, can, can I get on your shoulders and
0: uh, try to try to reach this stuff? Because I don't think you getting on my shoulders, I don't want to get
1: dripped with blood from your nose.
5: Yeah, yeah, I, I hold you up good.
1: All right. Okay. You lift up a knife. Uh, wh- what would you like to explore there? One of the wagons, the, the, the person that's hanging from the, the, uh, the vine? Uh, I think I want to, uh, to uh, explore the person that's, that's hanging from the vine. Um, as you're, you're kind of seeing what, what this, this person has on them, you can tell like, the, even though the, the clothes are fancy, they're tattered and torn. Uh, he has a whip uh, attached to, to his side. Um, as you're searching through his body, um, you find a silver locket. It looks as though it's, you know, silver goes, is worth quite a bit. And this is a very fancy pocket watch or locket. Um, and continuing to dig around, like, in his pockets, you find uh, a piece of paper. And as you open it up, um, it's a sketch of, you may or may not recognize it. It's, it's hard to say. Something about this person looks familiar. She, she looks like some form of royalty. Okay.
4: Maybe it's um, my lady friend.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to uh, look at the, this
0: piece of paper and then look over at uh, Lanker and uh, kind of raise an eyebrow and check to uh, see
4: if she's wearing any petticoats. <laughs>
1: um, she. Uh, she. She's actually the. Uh, the it. It looks very similar to to the woman that that is behind Josh. It is a. Uh, it's it's an illustration of Anthelia from from Kyrgyz. Oh,
4: I thought you literally. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't notice you mentioned Josh. I was like, wait a yeah. minute, there's a woman standing behind Crater. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get off of. Uh, I'll I'll get down from Crater and I'll go over to Linker and, and uh, hold the photo up. And be like, is this is this a friend of yours?
4: Um, I honestly have no idea in the, in the moment, but I am definitely just going to say, yes, it is. And I take the photo and stuff it in my pocket. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> She's my one true love. You leave her alone. Don't you be taking anything from her either.
0: I wasn't planning on it.
4: Also, she was not this dead when I left.
2: You sure about that?
4: I'm not, honestly, but I'm pretty sure. I mean... It was a good time. I don't think it was that good.
1: Is there? Does anyone else want to do anything now that Knife climbed up to the uh the 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 what is presumably the leader of this uh of this wagon?
5: I I want to inspect the cage cart.
1: Okay. Um, are you going to ha- have somebody lift you up? Are you going to try and like dislodge it from from the roots above? Or do you want to try and climb up and climb inside? I think
3: I'm not that smart to have someone lift me, so I will just like either first. I think he would try to jump. Okay. And and grab a hold of it if he could, and if that doesn't work, then he would try to climb up.
1: Okay, Uh, make an agility test, and then if not, you can probably (laughs) just climb climb the roots. (laughs) Oh boy, pretty terrible.
3: Agility is not my strong suit. The dr goes up by two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: roll the nine. You you jump and you know maybe get six set. Well, depending on how tall you are, you you maybe get like two feet off the ground, but not quite enough to actually grab onto the wagon that, that's hanging dangling from the ceiling.
3: Yeah, I'll definitely go climb then.
1: Okay, as you uh you climb up and make your way because these walls are made of roots and vines there's lots of good grab hold places to be able to to get in and work your way up and especially once you're up to the side kind of working your way over um, if you're climbing around inside the wagons um, uh, you start to look around make a presence test as you're looking because it's you're trying to kind of hold on make sure you're not falling while trying to look for the things that might be here.
3: 17, 18.
1: Okay. As you're uncovering things, roll a D4, and then uh, however many, whatever number you get there, then roll a D8 for that many times.
3: Okay. So that's uh, 3,
1: and D8,
3: 3, 2, and an 8.
1: While looking around, you find you find a, a, an orb like a scrying orb that somebody might use to tell fortunes. You find you find um, two throwing axes that look very weathered um, and worn, like perhaps they were used in some sort of performing, like uh, like at a show. Um, they each do D4 damage if you choose to, to use them, and uh, you also find. These uh, you've seen them before. They're called wisdom teeth. Ooh. It's like it's like a small bag of teeth that you throw into a circle. And depending on how many actually land within the circle, um, it kind of tells you the, the, the future of uh, the question that you asked.
3: Nice. OK. Uh, yeah, so I will grab all that stuff. I will put the orb in my pants so that I don't lose it as I'm climbing down. And, uh, yeah, I'll bring the uh, weapons down uh, for anyone that might need it. Why not? Very good. <laughs> so I, I come down, and there's, like, my pants are sagging, and they got this Crate thing. you look kinda... a little
4: different now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs>
5: I got something for you.
4: <sighs> I don't think that's something that I want. <laughs> no,
5: no, no. Here, <laughs> I get
3: some axes.
4: Oh, okay. That's oh, fine. Oh, and, and
3: this. And I, no, I like go down to my drawers <laughs> and I, I pull up this ball. It, it's probably a little dirty and crusty now that it's <gasps> in, my, in my nasty <laughs> pants. But, you know, I'm like, uh, anyone not
5: know how to use
3: this.
4: Not anymore. I mean,
5: <laughs> okay, okay, I hold on to it.
4: Yeah, you hang on to that, Kradar. We'll We'll let you know if we need that later.
3: And he just kind of shakes it (laughs) looks into it. It's not a snow globe, (laughs) Crater.
1: Bits of sweat and gunk from being in your pants fly off as you're shaking it. Oh,
4: oh. Anyone have a torch? I feel a need to be cleansed. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, we could
2: cleanse
1: it looks as know. though you've probably explored all the things that, that are in this room. The the, the ceiling walls themselves are, are very much the same makeup of, uh, as the, the corridor that led you here. All right. Uh, if you leave Onward out... We go. Leaving out of this, the, the, the next way would be to continue the corridor northbound. Um, Doug, will you roll a d6 for me? Sure. That is a 6. Okay. the path ahead as you as you walk probably about 20 feet you start to smell warm odors of stew it's mm. getting a little bit steamy almost as though it's humid and moist in in this area the the path continues on and you can see that the corridor continues on north northbound but opening up on the eastern side of this corridor a, a alcove emerges where there's an old shack that looks like it's built into the wall. It's overgrown. There's roots covering everything, but there's a little bit of light coming from a small window, not a glass window, but like a small cut in the side uh, of the, uh, of the shack itself. Oh, look, look over, look over there.
0: I, I don't know if we should go over there. We might disturb whoever's there. Boy, that smells good. Whatever they've got going on.
4: Well, we're here looking for. I'm
0: hungry now.
4: We're looking for someone, so we may as well go look. I mean,
0: what? Yeah, but what if it's not? What if they're not? What if they're they're not who we're looking for?
4: Then we have some stew.
2: What if the stew's poisoned?
0: Yeah. What? What Deru said. What if the sky falls? What if if a rock hits me in the head? I don't know. If
2: if the sky falls, we'll be safe here because we're underneath the trees
0: what if
1: it falls so hard Fair that point. it crushes us <laughs> underneath here? What I'm been just been... going
0: to go
4: to the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Linker, as, as you walk up to the house, um, you it, it's definitely warmer and the smell, it, it hits you even harder as, as you get closer to it. It just looks a, like a very simple shack that's completely grown over. It's hard to tell how long it's probably been here.
4: Any lights coming from the windows or anything?
1: Yeah, there, it looks like there, there's there's fire inside. So there's okay. there's like a, a reddish glow uh, from right. from the from the one window. Um,
4: when I get close enough, I will I will call out, "Hello, in the shack. Is there anyone there?"
1: No. Sh- oh no. Ugh. And then when you say that, you, you see someone kind of come over to the window slowly. It's like they're hobbling, and you see an eye peek out. Who who go, Who's there? Who? Um.
4: My, my name is Lenker. Me, my friends and I, we're looking for someone in the tunnels here.
1: Uh, are you from above?
0: Uh, Yes.
1: Ah, uh, please, please come in. The door, is just come in, enter. Uh, uh, please come in.
0: I don't like this, Lenker.
4: I'm kind of hungry now. I'm, I mean, I could use yeah, some food.
2: But it, what if we're supposed to be the food?
4: Yeah, if well, you're going to go through it's, it's, life thinking everything is trying to eat you. Absolutely, I am. <laughs> uh, and you cannot
2: convince me otherwise at this point, Linker. This is why. This is how I've survived this far. After being abandoned in a crypt and a catacomb, I had to get there on my own. All right. Anyway, go inside.
3: All
4: right. Well,
2: you don't have to come inside.
4: I'll go get you some stew if you want.
2: No, but this way, somebody's got to get you stew! out. See, so. and, and critters on board. I, yeah, critters Trader, well, on, on board.
5: Anything.
4: I'm going to go inside.
1: As you open the door, you see a very simple shack. Everything seems to be made of wood. Um, There's uh, a small table, a bed. There's a chest with an old man just kind of sitting on the edge of it. Uh, Probably maybe early 70s-ish. It's hard to tell because he looks human, but he's got large patches of bark growing over parts of his skin. And in certain areas, there's small twigs just kind of sprouting out of it. Um please please come in. Uh there's also a uh, there's also a bed and uh and a, a pot on top of a, a fire pit that's roasting where the stew smell is definitely coming from. Ooh, it's like please right. come come in. I have stew, you, you help yourself. I have not seen anyone from the surface for for some time. Please, please come in. Who all uh enters in? Does does the entire party enter in?
0: I'm, I'm going. going.
1: I'll reluctantly and like enter, but
0: I'm gonna stay really close to the door.
1: Okay. please, once you're in, shut the door and make yourselves at home. tell me what what is is happening in in Galgenbeck what 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 do you bring of the news of of the world? I bring my ball. <laughs> I, I, I see do you do you see things through that?
5: No. I shake it like this.
1: <laughs> I've shake. never seen it seen one of those work quite like that.
5: Okay, I eat stew now.
1: Yes, please, please help yourself. There's simple wooden bowls there and some spoons. Make <laughs> yourselves comfortable.
4: The world above yeah, I, is as crumbling I, as it always was.
3: I hobble over and I as I'm getting the stew, I'm, like, picking my nose and blood is draining down. Oh, adding dude. to the oh, stew. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Try to keep it in your bowl. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm
5: sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, What does this? this stew it, look like? It just adds more flavor.
2: <laughs> that certainly is not the only thing that it does, but sure.
1: <laughs> what, what brings you down into the tunnels? Very few travel down here i mean i know there's a gang that's been lurking about but you don't you don't look like you're you're one of one of her 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 group
3: for who uh,
1: Gurok, and did, did do you not know that there's a gang that's that's made their way down and claimed parts of these tunnels as as their lair
4: no we were actually just looking for a warlock we hadn't heard anything about a gang
1: oh uh, what what warlock are you looking for, and why? Why do you seek them out?
4: Well, they stole some things that didn't belong to them, and we have been sent to recover them uh, by whatever means necessary.
1: Ah, I see. I see. Yes, people that steal should be reprimanded.
4: Indeed. In fact, we plan to go back with the things that they stole and their hands as proof.
1: Oh. Well, yes. The, sometimes there needs to be a severe punishment for people to learn their lessons.
4: Also, Nifl is short of hand, so we thought maybe you know,
1: Ah, I see. Yes, perhaps, perhaps one of the the scrolls uh, will will maybe fix that for you. I've oh heard no, that, we're not
4: going to use them. We're just going to take them back with us. In fact, we may just burn them. I don't know.
1: We'll oh, make up our minds when we get there. You shouldn't burn magic. That. That has very dark and dire consequences. Ah, it's all false god worship anyway. Oh, what god do you worship? Acropho. Acropho. That's a, a name I have not heard in a, in a long time. One
4: would think because she's been dead for some time. Yeah. The two-headed basilisk killed her.
1: As, as the basilisk will do.
4: It does, yeah. It's a kind of a, it's like, you know, a rabid dog sort of situation. You know? Put yourself in a room with the dog. It's rabbit, It's going to bite you. You can't be surprised by that.
1: No, no. Be wary of other things that lurk down here as well. Mm. Did you know you have something right right here? Yes. It's been the longer I'm down here, the the more I seem to become one with these uh, these tunnels.
5: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Are you down here. This is this is where my home is. It, it fell in ages ago, and I just couldn't bear to leave it.
4: Okay, I'm gonna have a look in the bowl of stew once Kratar has had his fill. Um, can we? Can I identify any of the stuff in it?
1: Um, there's some sort of uh, root vegetable in there, um, and then there's also some. There's some chunks of meat. Uh, make a presence test to see if you can figure out what it is. This is also yeah. a question
2: I had. May I also join in this presence test?
1: Awesome. I got an eight.
2: <laughs> oh boy! Okay.
1: And and what about uh, Deru? A thirteen. So the thirteen. Some it looks familiar. You you may have had it sometime before. Um, some something about it's it. You can't quite place the name of the creature, but it's it's like a large. Uh, it, it looks like it's the meat from the legs of a, a large spider creature. Oh
2: okay. Will it kill us if we eat it?
1: No, no good.
2: okay. that's my that's what I wanted to know so yeah.
1: So, how long do you uh, talk with uh, oh and uh, at some point in this conversation, uh, he introduced himself as Darga. Um, uh, how okay. long do you uh, chat with Darga while while you're down here and there's is there anything that you want to ask or anything like that while you're chatting?
4: I will have a bowl of stew and I think when we're done with our stew, we will leave. So however long it takes us to eat a bowl of stew. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm going to have a bowl of stew as well, but I'm going to try to fish around as much of the blood that dripped from the <laughs> nose as possible
1: before I put it in my bowl. Very good. Well, throughout the conversation and while you're eating, um, he'll ask each one of you bits and pieces about your, uh, like where you're from and what's going on in, in, in the areas that you're from. Uh, how much are you willing to divulge and talk to talk to, to Dargar, Darga?
4: Um, I'll be fairly open with him. I'm not going to really hide anything, mostly because being a prophet of a dead god is kind of a lonely existence anyway, and most folks tend to pay it no mind as a rule. I will mention that I am in search of her tomb uh, if he happens to know anything about where that might be.
1: um, Not of that god, but there is another god under these... Under these, uh, this ground that that some are trying to raise as well, but I think you are far from that at the moment, much deeper into the tunnels.
4: I will look mildly angry at the mention of another god, <laughs> <laughs> but I let it pass.
1: And what about the the rest of the group? How how long and how much uh, how much information are you willing to to give back and forth with uh, Darga? I kind of just spit
3: random random stuff. It doesn't seem to make sense.
4: So normal conversation with Catrador. Yeah.
0: No, normal from
1: Cradar, yeah. And uh Nifel?
0: Um I am not gonna be very upfront with any information and anytime that somebody gives uh it Dagar uh, uh any kind of information like I, I I tend to like shake my head and I'm like really worried that the, the, that they're getting some information from us.
1: And
2: what about uh, Deiru? Uh, Deiru is in the same boat of being very uptight, but I think it's also just because it's an accidental kind of uptight. Because I think he just starts giggling when, when <laughs> tries to ask him something about like about who he is. He just <laughs> <laughs> this, this one's strange. Yes,
4: uh, <laughs> starts to say uh, something and breaks off into fits of giggles.
1: Yep. <laughs> as you're uh, as you're finishing up the stew, um, uh gets up off of the the chest and he kind of looks over his shoulder a little bit and opens up what's in there and pulls out a, a piece of paper that's rolled up. And he goes, Lanker, it has been too long since I've had someone willing to share stories with me here. If you are truly trying to get the, the, the scrolls out of here, this is one of the pages that was torn from the book. I, I found it and, and wanted to keep it from that from that mad warlock that's, that's running among uh, a muck in these tunnels and he hands it to you.
4: All right. I will accept it gracefully. Uh, and, uh, is it, uh, is it a scroll or is it just a page from the book?
1: It, it is a page from the book that's rolled up like a scroll. So, okay.
4: You- it's rolled. All right. All right. No problems. Because um, I have an issue with scrolls. Okay. <laughs> if I see a new scroll, I have to pass a presence test or I'll destroy
1: it. <laughs> I, well, because- it is technically a scroll in that sense, in that it's a like a magical scroll, like like scrolls in, in Merkborg. So make a presence test. Okay.
4: Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's uh, difficulty 12.
1: Okay. You're about to burn the good bridge. And want. I rolled a
4: 17. Okay. Oh, no, nice. <laughs> nice. We're good. You happen
1: to look at it while you're doing it? Like, is, is it oh, like for you, sure. Oh, gosh, it's a scroll and then try and make that oh mistake. yeah no
4: no uh, i i'm definitely on to make sure it's a scroll before i burn it
1: okay but i'm then not
4: going to burn it in this case
1: <laughs> make a roll a d6 to find out what this scroll is uh five you as you're reading it and realize that it's a scroll you you realize it's called the binding and it will immobilize someone when it's cast upon when when the caster uses it it can be used to immobilize someone
4: cool nice. i will tuck that in my bag there's nothing else on the scroll that would indicate uh uh, well i guess no that would be a silly question never mind
1: (laughs) like the the edge of it's ripped out like you you can see where it was torn out of a book itself um the the pages are a little beat up the page is a little beat up and and worn
4: okay how large physically is the scroll is it like you know like eight by ten or Uh,
1: let's let's make it let's make it a uh Five five point seven five by eight and eight and a quarter, like the interior page of a more work <laughs> page.
4: Fair enough. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, I will. I will roll it back up and tuck it in my my bag of goodies. And I will thank him very much for his assistance. And um, we will stop by here, perhaps on our way out, and share some more stew and some more stories if we happen back this way.
1: Very good. Be careful out there.
4: And I will. Uh, I will put my bowl back and scrape it out or wash it as best I can. And we'll take our leave.
1: (laughs) Very good. On on your way uh, back out uh, with Kradar, uh, back to the front of the lead um, as you're going North in the corridor, because you, that's the only other direction you hadn't been yet. uh, Doug, will you roll a D six to see what, uh, what is next? A one. A one.
4: Did he just say what attacks?
1: No, no. What is next? Oh, so what is next? So the, the way this, <laughs> okay. the, the way this book works is there's 55 different rooms, and there's four different story hooks, and so within the story hooks, the D6 that you're rolling is is one of the room that's that has to be incorporated in for the story hook itself. But okay. when I have you roll a D6 and a D10, that's rolling for one of uh, a random room that's part that's that's in there. So like. That, that's how you kind of come up with what how how, how the ever shifting dungeon shifts and moves. I love okay. that. I love cool. that. Um, and it's also a, a card. It's based off a card deck that I would created a few years ago. So that's like I'm I'm going through pulling the cards and then laying them down so I can have a visual, at least some sort of visual idea, um, as we go through. Um, okay. But as you, you kind of maneuver the, the 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 room the corridor, it curves a little bit as it's moving north. After about twenty or thirty feet cool air starts coming in um, from, from somewhere above. It looks like the, the, the area that you're entering into is much bigger than where you were before, and it goes up much higher. The, the walls shimmer with, a, with small beaded droplets that are glimmering on webbing on both the, the western side and the eastern side. You can see to the north, northwest, that a corridor continues, and you can kind of make your way through about five and a half to seven feet in some places where the webbing doesn't hit, where the webbing hits the ground, and there's like a narrow passageway between, but there's definitely large webs to the left and to the right.
2: Probably where this, our shack, our dagger, found the meat for the stew.
4: Very likely, yes. Maybe that means all the spiders are dead.
2: I would never test. I would. Spiders never stay dead for
0: long. No, no. They, they, there's usually a lot of spiders. Have a lot no, of we spiders just spiders. ate
2: spiders. Come on, guys. Just because we ate spiders does not mean there are not more spiders. There can always be <laughs> more spiders.
0: There's definitely more spiders.
4: <laughs> All right, fine then. Let's go find some more spiders since we're going What's this the, way. For, hey, we don't need to find I
0: some. don't want to find more spiders.
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go you get the spider. Okay. <laughs>
1: So as you say that, are you just like kind of walking, walking through past the webbing? Is there anything that you're doing on your way to the corridor to the north?
3: Uh, oh, no. Cradar is just stumbling through.
1: Okay. Does, it, does <laughs> anyone have a torch? I was assuming like, that somebody was, somebody was having a torch or a okay, lamp. Because I don't have any here. torches.
4: <laughs>
2: That's a, I do not have one in my equipment either.
1: Well, whoever would want them, um, I'll just say that you all can. Okay, all right. I, I will have a tor- yes. I will have a torch
4: out. Okay, um, I will. I'll, I'll. like keep an eye on the sides by the webs because that's where spiders tend to hang out. But okay. other than that, I'm not going to make any a special investigation.
1: Okay. as you're keeping it by the side, roll a presence test and, and uh, let me know what you get. Uh, twelve, right on the nose. As you're holding, walking it through, you you see something like right through the webbing, like. And it looks like the page almost an identical representation of a p- of the piece of paper you were just given. But it is definitely behind some of the webbing.
4: I'm going to stick my hand right in there.
1: Grab that. As you stick your hand in, make an agility test.
4: Okay. This is,
0: this is gonna get me killed.
1: Probably. <laughs> That's
4: the best part. Yeah. The best part is it's gonna get Doug killed and not me. <laughs> Somehow.
1: Uh, 15. You reach your hand in and it almost gets stuck but you're able to put your hand through and pull that scroll through as you do that um let's see uh fen will you roll initiative for the group at d6 i can Uh, i
2: knew this was coming d6 just right yep okay five
1: five so you all will get to go first um but you hear almost like a strange chittering and though the wind was blowing down from above the wind has stopped because there's shadows even though it was already poorly lit in here, shadows loom above. And looking up, you see a giant cave salsarite, which is about a, the, the torso of it is about six feet wide. It's got long, eight giant legs. It's got these giant pinchers and, and a mouth with nasty teeth inside. You know that these creatures, now that you're seeing it, you realize that is what was in the stew. And you've heard tales that these things can jump easily 50 feet in one direction at any (laughs) given time, because not only are they spider-like, but they also have a a cricket-like quality about them. Mm -hmm. So with with you uh, making initiative, each of you roll your individual initiative, the d6 plus your agility, and let me know what you get, and you will get to decide what you want to do. I got a three. Three. I got a seven. Three. Seven. Uh, Kratar, what did you get? Three. Three. And, uh, Daru? Four. Four. Okay. Um, and, uh, Kratar, what's your modifier? None. And, uh, uh Linker, what's your modifier?
4: Uh, plus one.
1: Okay. So you will go first with the double threes. Okay. Um, what is Nifl doing since you got the initiative there? I am, uh, uh, I'm I'm all of a sudden I start to whistle
0: and as I try to like hide behind Kratar and I'll be like I knew there was more spiders and I'm going to uh take out my knife with my other
1: hand. Okay. Your Very only hand.
0: With, yeah, with my, yeah, with my one
1: hand. Claw <laughs> on one knife in the other. Yeah. Um Darryl, what are you going to do?
2: I think is going to look up. <laughs> uh, we're fucked. And then set down the femur um, and ready ready the femur. So. Okay.
1: Um, uh, Lenker, you are pulling your hand out with the scroll as you see this.
4: Uh, is it close enough for me to actually attack or no?
1: If you had some sort of ranged way to attack with a ranged weapon, you could, but it was still kind of descending at the time. Or okay, if you I, had a way to climb easily or like fly in some, some some sort of magical way, you could if you could work your way up there and attack, you could do that.
4: I do not have any of those options. So I'm going to pull my short sword and just be ready for it when it arrives.
1: Okay. And uh, Kratar? As I see this, I'm going to
3: pull my finger out of my nose and grab my mace and get ready and batter up.
1: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> So it is descending, uh, uncertain as who it will attack. I'm just going to roll a D four to see which one of you it's going after. And it's going in the order that I see people around clockwise. So one, two, three, that would be Kratar. As you pull out this mace, it sees how, how awfully piercing it must be. And it's going to try and come in with its giant mandibles to try and wrap itself around your, your torso roll, Mm -hmm. uh, roll to dodge. Okay. Uh, that's 10. So that is, that, it does indeed hit, unless you want to spend an omen to, uh, to adjust the, uh, the, the, the roll, the, by four. I will,
3: I will spend an omen.
1: Okay. So it tries to pinch down on you and just barely misses. Um, Knifehold, now that it is descended, it's within a range of any of you. What would you like to do? I would
0: like to try to take my hook mm-hmm. and uh, get one of its eyeballs because I'm guessing it has big eyeballs in the front. Like it does, that, it, does. it does. Yeah, yeah. I would like to just kind of just like try to hook one of its eyeballs.
1: Okay, because it to, yeah, go ahead. Because it's so large, I'm gonna you're gonna have to like kind of climb up. Like I want you to do an agility test to get up there and then go into it. All right, um, all right. I can do that. I'm actually
0: pretty good at agility. Uh, if I roll words if if I rolled well enough to actually use that uh, modifier, but uh, yeah, no, it's 11 total.
1: Okay, uh, well, th- this what it's not super hard. I know 12 is a normal one. I was thinking 10 would be how you'd need to get up this because it's got like natural armor plating, like built sure. in. So there's like natural footholds and things that you can climb into. So you get up there. So go ahead and roll to see if you hit it while right. you're uh, you- you've managed to climb up onto it.
4: Are you hitting it with your hook then?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to hit it with my hook because my knife isn't <laughs> as as uh, good. Yeah, no, that is uh, a five. So you're 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 on top of it, but somehow miss in in the swing of trying to get it. Um, Daru, you see uh, you you see the member of your party climbing this crazy beast as though uh, as though uh, they want to go for a ride. What would you like to do?
2: Um, is Kratar within physical touch reach of myself.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, um,
2: I would like to run, run ish, uh, get, get next uh, around where Kratar is, and then just kind of pat him on the shoulder. And I would like to use uh, total matter comprehension, okay, ochre tablet, and increase the armor tier of Kratar.
1: Nice. Ooh, Very nice. nice.
2: So I do, do power stuff for that. Okay. So that's the idea. So
1: so, so uh, you roll uh, the presence test. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: That's going to be a 12 plus 2 for 14.
1: Okay. Well, that succeeds. So and you spend one of your power points. Yes. Very one good. One. Uh, uh, what would Lenker like to do? Um,
4: now that it's it's in within melee range right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to try a Hobbit and uh-huh. get
1: underneath it and stab it in the gut. Excellent. Nicely done. Roll a hit. Uh, oh, that's a big old eight. <laughs> and that misses. Oh, um, Kratar?
3: Yeah. Uh, smash face. Okay. Yeah, Kratar smash. Kratar smash. <laughs>
1: that's awful.
3: Uh, let's see, it's, uh, it's only an
1: eight. <laughs> and that misses. Um, now with only Daru and Kratar directly in front of it, and with, a uh, Nifel riding above it, it, it's seeing, I mean, it's got three eyes on each side, it's got six eyes everywhere, so I'm going to limit it to the three of you, because, uh, Lankar is below with the one, two, three, four, five, six, and I got the six, so Kratar, you are being attacked again. Um, as you smash right into it, it's trying to pincher you again with the the giant mandibles.
3: Okay. Oh my god. With the (laughs) sevens.
1: You get hit. Roll a D8 for damage. And then with whatever armor you have, roll whatever you're going to roll to soak.
3: All right. So that's a four on the D8. And then I believe it's a D6 for my armor. Minus D6. Okay.
1: And does that include the uh, the modified armor that Daru gave to you? Uh, it
3: does not.
1: Um, I don't think armor goes above D6, but yeah, because it it's magic, go let's uh, go ahead and bump it up to a D8. Why not? Okay,
3: cool. I like it. All right. Come on. All right. Well, this time a seven would be good because that would absorb yeah. all, of it. all of it.
1: All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So you see you see, uh, you see these, these mandibles come around Cradar as Cradar just kind of, like, muscles his way out of them. Uh, Nifel, what are you doing? Um, so I'm going to use... I have a thing called Speaker of
0: Truths. So twice per day, I can use my wisdom, knowledge, and advice and inner calm to bring clarity to a creature of my choice. Okay. The DR of the next test that they undertake is lowered by four. So I'm going to like bend down to the creature's head, and I'll be like, "Listen, you don't want to eat us. Look at you can tell how bad they smell. <laughs> you use, you're using it on the creature and not us. Yeah, no, I'm 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 I'm, I'm doing it on the so so the, then that way. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to I'm going to do it on them.
4: Okay, but it, you're making its attack easier.
0: Yeah. It oh matter. yeah yeah. It oh, I totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> but but it, it's okay. calm right? Like you're, yeah, it's calm to... It's like I'm trying to calm it down. That's what I'm trying to do.
4: Yeah, but if it's next to choice to do something is to attack us, it's going to be super
0: easy. It's
1: all right. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that a power that you're using, or is that a, a class ability? Uh, it's a class ability. I believe, okay, yeah. okay. So, uh, you do that. So it is. It's now uh, the difficulties. Four or less for whatever it's going to do next yeah yeah um uh darry what are you going to do but you you see uh you see knife just kind of whispering sweetly to this this uh, cave whispering solver, right? sweet
4: nothings in a cave spider's ear
2: <laughs> i don't know that it understands us knife but uh good luck um
0: maybe the aroma of you guys actually like makes it even more hungry <laughs>
2: not taking the chances, uh, is going to try to level the, fe- the femur and just kind of bash at the front of the front legs of it. Okay. Now that it, it's uh in between things. So that is going to be a eight. It's going to miss.
1: Yes, that does miss. I have no um, strength.
4: <laughs> um, Seeing that my first attack was easily thwarted by its armored belly, I'm going to two-hand my sword and just stab it straight up into it, see if I can get some traction in it. Very good. And I got an 18 that
1: time. Yes, that hits. Nice. Would you like to roll the damage?
4: My sword does D4 damage, because it's just a short sward.
1: Uh, two points. You jab it up into it, and you, you get... You feel it, like, break the surface, and it just barely goes just a little bit. There's a small little trickle of some some (laughs) liquid that comes out, but it doesn't feel like you you got very far in. (laughs) Digging it around. This was
4: easier in the movie.
3: Cradar? Cradar smash. Hopefully I won't roll a seven this time. We shall see. Fourteen. That hits. All right.
1: Three damage. You come smashing into it like uh, you, you can you can feel it. Part of it just kind of glides on the exoskeleton itself before it kind of sinks in doing just Getting in just a little bit of damage, but you, you can feel that a lot of what the damage that you inflicted was absorbed as it kind of slid along mm. its path. Um, going back, it's feeling calm, it looks at the, <laughs> the three of you that it sees. And oh, wait,
0: it doesn't see Jason, does it? it doesn't no, see Lankard. Or- no, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> calmly, it's just trying to push will like, it lifts up one of, its, one of its legs and tries to push you off of it. Um, roll an agility test to see if you can avoid getting knocked down. Uh, no, I do not. I, uh, that's an eight. Um, you get knocked down. Part of it, like, part of its, its long, pointy uh, uh, leg sticks into you as it kind of drags you off of its head for uh, D2 damage. Roll a D2 to see how much do you take on your way down? Uh, I take two. Okay. Do you have any armor to soak any of that? Um, Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? (laughs) All right. I guess that's, uh, yeah. Ow! Now that you've been knocked down on the ground, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to... uh,
0: I would like to get up and uh, try to... Smash it with my hook and be like, "Listen, I try to talk to you, try to convince you that we didn't weren't uh, supper." So, yeah, I'm just gonna get up and just try to just hook it in the face as much as as much as I can. Okay. And that is a twelve. That hits. Roll the damage.
1: And that's a d six. That's a six. Nice. Whoa, big bucks. Your hook sinks in right below one of its one of its uh, six eyes as it has, has was kind of leaning down after getting hit in the face by by Kradar, um, and it as its mandibles the teeth in in between the mandibles just start scraping against one another. Um, Daru, what would you like to do?
2: Daru is going to uh, see nifl fu- get uh, unceremoniously yeeted off the face, um, and then step over uh kind of put a hand on his shoulder as well and go good con good talk good talk and uh, <laughs> cast another total amount of comprehension to increase uh your armor from zero to one
1: so nice, Yay. nice. Um, let me do the, the uh Lankar. Thing. what would you like to do
4: um seeing how spectacularly successful niffles attack was I'm going to step out of from underneath it a little bit and try to stab it in the eye area. Okay. And I got an eighteen again.
1: Jeez. Excellent. Rolling well now. Roll the damage.
4: And one whole point.
1: <laughs> <Boink>. You you <laughs> jab onto it and it just kinda just like slides right off the, the, the rough, <laughs> like hard skin that's around the eye hole.
4: I'm just eyeballing his hook now i <laughs> get that from you
1: radar what would you like to do
3: um so after seeing that maybe smashing it from the top doesn't work i'm kind of face to mouth with this thing uh-huh i wanted to kind of take the mace and jam it down its throat excellent Ooh. good roll to hit that's a natural 20
1: boom boom Nice. So you will do double damage and you will reduce its armor tier by one.
3: All right. So that's a five. So double that to ten. Double that, that would be ten.
1: Minus the damage that it absorbed. And like you jam it in and somehow you jam it with such great force the mace not only goes in but it goes through the roof of the mouth and somehow you can see bits and pieces of its spiky goodness through the, the top of its skull as green ooze and purple, purple and blue weird uh, uh, liquids start dripping down onto your mace, running down onto your hands.
5: Suck you, on
4: that.
1: Its body just kind of collapses. <laughs> and I hate your, ate you're very your hat.
4: mother. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not under it anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's twice now that Nifflas tried to kill me and failed.
0: <laughs>
1: so you've defeated this creature you know that these uh, Salzerites, especially one of this size you could probably uh, break off one of its one of its mincher, uh, mandible pinchers and use it as a dagger if you really needed to or you could harvest uh, meat from it if you wanted to take the time to butcher it properly
4: I, I don't believe it. we have a lot of time for that, gentlemen
3: I, However, I think it'd just break off one of the pinchers and keep it kind of as a trophy
4: mm. I'm sure that Darga will probably wander his way over here eventually, and the stool will be on us next time. Yeah. Or we can bring it back on the way out. Or that, too, assuming something else hasn't already eaten it. Yes. yes. Okay, Um. so now, is this thing... Can we get around it now?
1: Yeah, you can kind of... You can climb over it. It's kind of taken okay. up the whole space. As it fell down and collapsed, part of the spider webs, like, ripped down off of the wall, so there's alcoves and stuff deeper back now, as as part of the, the the space of the room is really exposed there's deeper alcoves and Ooh. almost like recesses in the walls as well
4: um i'm gonna unroll ye oldy paper and have a look at it okay. i completely forgot that i had that
1: roll a d6 to let me know what do you got uh i got a four uh as you read it oh ha- make a presence test that's as well to see if to you me. burn that thing
4: yeah i know that's what i was gonna do
1: next uh, oh 13. I'm good. <laughs> okay. uh, you read that it's it's undead minions and that when when cast, the undead will heed your words and do your bidding. Nice. All right, I'll talk that away.
4: <laughs> We're gonna assemble this book page by page, guys.
1: <laughs>
4: uh,
1: maybe we should just work? cut off
4: something else's hands and we can just go back and say, hey, we found the book <laughs> in these hands. Hey, <laughs>
1: Is there anything else you'd like to do in this room? Would you like to go to the corridor uh, that leads to the northwest? I want to
4: search a little bit, just because we—I found that one page sticking through the webs, just to make sure there's no more lying about.
1: Okay. Um, look, uh, looking around, looking in the alcoves, make a presence test. Anybody else that might want to look around, feel free to do the same.
4: Uh, I'm going to stick myself in the eye because I rolled a treat. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. You don't find anything else. There's a lot of bones of of large uh, rodent creatures that. Uh, that this thing must have eaten 17 17 yes. uh roll a d66
2: 2d6 and read off one of those. 55
1: the only thing that you find it's weird it's kind of like nestled back in like a little nook you see it kind of shimmering uh, in a different sort of shimmer than than the droplets that were on the the webbing itself it's almost like a, it's it's a piece of Of bronze, uh, glistening, and it is a uh, a key, and there's a string to it. And uh, can you uh, can your your character can read? Yes, I believe so.
2: Okay, given given tablet that.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, There's a tag, and it just says mausoleum on it.
2: Key to a mausoleum Uh, can't be worse than the catacombs.
4: All right, that's optimistic.
1: As you uh, work your way to the western corridor, um, uh, Fen, will you roll a d6? Yes, I can. Another five. Um, the the corridor, like you get past all of the webbings, and it the the corridor or the the kind of the, the strange corridor isn't very long before it opens up into another room. This time, though. It's musty. There's a smell that's a weird, musty, stagnant smell in the air. And it's not
4: you... me, Niffle. It is not.
1: It's Walking like... in, you see like these, these strange seven foot structures, are like a little bit wider than humans, sticking up out of the ground, slightly crooked with roots grown up all around them. The, what's underneath is completely black. Um, like like a a black obsidian material that's that's shiny. Seeing your torchlight on it, you can see it kind of re- reflective. And there's also further into the room. There there's a, a chest that's also overgrown with roots from the ground as well.
4: All right. Um, I guess I will investigate the nearest um, obelisky thing, the seven feet tall things.
0: Okay.
1: As you get to this. It's it looks it looks humanoid in form, although it's it's taller. The head shape itself is much longer and pulled back. The jaw is 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 deeper. There are multiple eyes, and it's almost as though the the creature does not have any like the sculpted part. It's almost as though the the body does not have an outer coating of skin. You can see what looks like musculature and sinewy material, although it's like very intricately carved and one is holding what looks like an apple the, the one that you're at and though they, they they just they look humanoid but they're also very alien in uh, in in being hmm are they are the other ones all apparently holding something different or um the the if you look over at the, at the one across the room uh, that one is holding some sort of what looks like a musical instrument um, it looks like a stringed instrument though it is carved out of the mm. same material as well but it's not one that uh, instrument that you've ever seen though it is similar to like like a small uh stringed instrument
4: okay um not sure what to make of that yet but um does anybody want to investigate the chest
0: yeah i'll probably go over the chest over to the chest with whoever else wants to go over
1: Okay. The chest is overgrown with vines, even more so than these statues were, because the statues were so tall. This is like a normal size chest. Um, what would you like to do? Like, I mean, rip the, I, the vines off? What, yeah, what? I would I mean? I think I don't know. I don't want to spe-
0: speak for the others that are coming over, but yeah, I think I would kind of want to. I'm gonna I'm gonna start like kind of digging through and trying to trying to find out how I can open this chest. Okay. Um, car
3: you, will supervise.
1: Okay. Uh, pulling the vines off. Are you cutting through them? Or are you just peeling them back? Um, I'm going to try to peel
0: them back to see yeah. if there's any, li- and if I can't do that, then I'll try to, I'll probably try to cut them,
1: you know? Okay. You, you managed to peel some and cut through a couple others. Um, and until you get it to where there's, there's just this chest, it looks like just a normal latch that you would just kind of open up and then, then lift open. Um, assuming you, you do all that.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to uh, uncover it all, and then uh, point to Deru, and uh, uh, or I'm going to point the chest and look over at Deru, and uh, be like, uh, I here you go. <laughs> Th- thank you.
2: And then, could I make the reasonable conclusion that the key that I acquired earlier might fit here?
1: Yeah, I mean, you could definitely try that. Sure.
2: Okay. Is the is the chest locked? I guess is the other question. Oh,
1: it it has a, a lock hole in it, but it uh it like when you get the key to it, it's it's not really the quite the same size. This is a smaller lock. It looks like the the mausoleum key is probably for a okay. larger like iron type door or gate.
2: Then I would like to uh once again lean on this this spell because it's fun uh, mm-hmm. to mend or break a normal sized item and to just break the lock that way.
1: Okay, um, so. very good
2: going to be a natural 20
1: nice as you do that and you see it break because you're not next to it you see these little darts shoot out (laughs) and just kind of fall to the ground like where your hands would have normally been had you been opening it um
4: very clever very clever um
1: and then uh if you do you open it up
2: I open it up, but obviously ne- once seeing those darts continue to be suspicious
1: of other traps being present in that.
5: Yeah. I'm still supervising.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you you open it up and, and you see what looks like, looks like letters inside there. Like multiple letters. Scrolls.
2: Are there scrolls in the letters or are they all letters? Or are they all scrolls?
1: As you go through all of them, you see that there's probably two dozen letters um, from Anthelia to someone named Kaldor. And then at the very bottom, there is a scroll underneath that looks different. The paper quality is different. It has a torn edge. Whereas the the letters were more like actual pieces of paper versus something that was in a book at one time. Gotcha.
2: Can I identify said scroll?
1: Uh, D6, if you would. Yes. A three. Yeah. I'm sorry. A three. 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 You found, uh, this one is called Almighty. You can see that whoever casts this is going to become more powerful for, for a limited amount of time. It's like everything that they do will be easier for, for a certain amount of time.
2: I will tuck this away.
1: Do you do anything with the letters? Uh, just, I will. I will take a cursory
2: glance through the letters to see if there's anything of importance to them okay uh,
1: so. looking through them again aside from the the, the knowing that they're from anthelia who's from Kyrgyz, and to someone else that you've, i don't think you've ever heard of before the only other thing that that strikes you is there's a a note about a dark sword that's been long forgotten to history
2: would, would that thing, would that letter that has the dark sword that has long been forgotten to history contain things that make m- my character believe that it would be somewhere in this uh, dying forest that we
1: are in? Quite possibly, because okay. it, it seems like a lot of things in here are connected one way or another. Gotcha. Well.
4: I rolled a 15 on my presence check for that scroll as well.
1: <laughs> Very good. It is not Otherwise, we were about
4: to have a brawl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me the scroll, Daru! <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: like, Blinker, why? Why do you always have to be like this? This is why we can't have nice things.
1: <laughs> so. um, is there anything else that you'd like to do in this this room, alcove area? There's a corridor that continues westbound from here.
4: I'm kind of I interested think- in the statues, but I don't think they're relevant right now, so
3: I think we should just move on.
1: You, you think that say, they'd be worth a lot of money if you could yeah. figure out a way to haul them out of here? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Kratar's just walking around shaking his ball.
1: <laughs> Kratar would, while shaking that, will you, will you also roll the d6?
3: Oh, okay. Uh, a one. Okay. Thank you.
4: Accidentally see a vision. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the ball shakes me instead. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, as you uh, continue through that corridor westbound the one was the room that would would, would be the room that comes next um, It's a long, long corridor, probably 90 to 100 feet as it continues westward, but as you're walking your way that way to the north, it opens up into a bigger, larger almost what looks like some sort of burial area. There is a mound of skeletons piled up upon one another. Uh, the alcove there is easily 30, 40 feet by about 25 feet uh, deep. Um, the the mound uh, looks like just a bunch of defeated like skeletons that are piled up.
2: Hmm. perhaps a good use of that spell.
4: Oh uh, yeah, I was thinking that myself, but I don't know how long it lasts. Yeah. So I'll wait until the last minute.
2: Fair. But I do have a mausoleum key. Is there a mausoleum in this cemetery?
1: Nothing, nothing that question. you see directly, directly okay. in this, this room. Um,
4: I'll search about a little bit, see if I can't find some more scroll bits. I'm kind of curious as to how this book has been so
1: badly mangled up that there's scrolls of it laying around everywhere. Um, you look around and you see, there's a giant pile and there there are things in the amongst the skeletons that that are there um do you want to like dig around within the the pile of skeletons oh for sure yeah okay. yeah um taking time uh, roll a, anybody that's that's digging in there, uh, roll a d66 to see what you find
4: how, how okay. is nifl even an adventurer when he just stands at the back of the group going no nah, nah, no no nah, nah, not nah, nah, nah. this <laughs> things
1: Sixty one. Fifty uh, one?
3: Sixty one.
1: Oh sixty one? Um you see what what looks like a a, a lucky cockatrice foot that's dyed purple. Ooh. Um Ooh. You, you've heard heard of uh, people collecting these these things and uh and bring them bring folks luck.
3: Yeah sweet I'm gonna tuck that in my pants too <laughs> odd
4: <laughs> Dude, we gotta get this man a bag. Said, Do you have a backpack? <laughs> I can give yeah. you mine. I don't really need
0: it. Because <laughs> 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 it's not it's so lucky awkward. anymore.
4: How are you gonna walk with a ball and a pointy cockatrice foot in your well, pants, man?
1: Um... Anyway, <laughs> um, I got a, I got a
4: twenty-four.
1: A twenty-four. Uh, you find a, a religious book, and it's about someone named Fatuma that you've never heard of before.
4: Hmm. Um, I'll burn it.
1: Okay. Um, (laughs) false god. Uh, as you as you burn it, you sense something. Something something bad has just happened when you burn the book, but you can't quite place it. I have no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Twenty six. I'm (laughs) dead. As uh, a uh, when you're looking in there, it's strange because everything so far has been like human remains, but here, set apart from everything else, is a lonely cat skull. Oh, taking the. As your hand away. gets start like gets close to it, you hear a meow.
4: uh
1: Oh,
2: that's okay,
4: friend. That mm, that's a little creepy, dude. I mean, it's got no lips and? or any body. Not sure. <laughs>
2: if its soul still remains then there's still an entity inside of it
4: you think i'm the creepy one niffle
2: no <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm insane i don't believe in things that don't exist i'm just insane so are you ah. keeping are
1: you keeping the uh the cat skull yeah. or are you leaving it there
2: of course i'm keeping
1: the cat skull. and then also while while you're uh While the three of you are rummaging under there. um, uh, 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 Lenkar, you also happen to see another scroll at the (laughs) bottom of the pile. Like you had said, it doesn't really make sense why these pages have been torn out and placed in these various rooms. But there is another one there.
4: All right. I will grab it uh, and we'll see if I burn it. (laughs) Yeah. Does the cat skull just
2: meow? Is that its only purpose?
1: As far as you know, it only meowed. Well, it meowed. Did you do it? And then you picked it up, right? Yes. Yeah, I picked it up. And it did not meow again. Okay.
4: I'm going to dig that scroll page out and destroy it.
1: (laughs) So so you see him uh, pulling this, uh, what looks like probably one of the scrolls out and how are you going to try and or how are you going to destroy it like with the torch that you have just start lighting it Uh, on fire
4: actually because I burned that book actually I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to hold it aloft and say false gods must not be idolized and just oh (laughs) no
0: we're gonna gonna
4: die we were doing so well today I know I was really doing well
1: (laughs) Roll, roll roll a d3 so I know which scroll was destroyed
4: okay Uh, one.
1: Okay. As, uh, as that page is, is ripped in half and torn, you feel the ground underneath of you start to shake just almost as though an, a small tremor, a small earthquake is happening. It's, it's very short, but it happens and you can feel it. And as that happens, you see bits and pieces of the pile, of, of skeletons start to fuse together and start to pull themselves up and start coming alive. There are six, as you're looking around six different ones coming up out of this pile.
2: Uh, oh, patting petting the cat skull while
4: observing. This. Um, I will point it out to the rest of the group i guess like ah oh, the undead are coming for us don't you have the scroll that would undo it's this It's completely unrelated and i am not in charge of these ones
3: <laughs> i immediately stop playing with my balls
1: and ball. i mean oh, my ball okay <laughs> mm, thank you <laughs> for that clarification my <laughs> okay um because you see this and they're slowly clambering about and slowly getting up i will let you all have initiative on this this round um if you would like to roll your individual initiatives um, to see who would who would decide what you're going to do when,
4: four. I got a four.
1: Okay, I got five, a five, the two,
3: and four and four. Yeah. Okay, and Jason gets it because he's got
0: the
1: one. Yes. Okay, so Nightfall, you see this happening. You've been standing back this whole time. What would you like to do?
0: Uh, I would like to. Uh... Uh, get out my my knife in one hand and my hook in the other, and I'll be like, Lanker, this is all your fault yet again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Who has two pages of the book already, Niffle? Huh? Huh? Huh?
1: Yeah, well, we could
4: have had three to be fair.
1: Yeah, we that could was have. not a
4: page of the book. Uh, and I will not be convinced otherwise.
1: Oh, you have three.
2: We, uh, we. Lanker has two. I uh, has two. You're right. Yeah. yeah sorry. Lanker could have had three if. Yep. had not ripped the other one. Out. Anyway.
0: I'm. I'm gonna try to uh, like charge the first pile of bones that are that is like forming and coming
1: towards us. Okay. And just come in with both weapons. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll for both weapons to attack. Oh, nice. Nope, that's a miss. That is a eight. Oh no. No, no. I'm two. sorry.
0: That's a five. Oh, there's, there's two
1: of them. Yeah. Or, well, uh, yeah. You can roll twice, and so I'm, I'm I'm letting you use your hook and your 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 dagger at the same time. Okay. So that was my dagger. My
0: hook is a fifteen. That hits. Nice. That's five for my
1: default, my d six. And that one. Skeleton just like somehow that hook just tears right through it, getting it in, in the spine, and all the other pieces just kind of <laughs> splinter off of it. Um, that would mean that it is time for uh, uh, Lanker.
0: Um, I'm gonna he read my s- this. I'm going finish it. finish it, linker.
4: Okay, fine. Can I go now, or are you gonna keep talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna read the scroll of binding and try to bind them all in place.
1: Excellent. I, I have no idea how it works. Time <laughs> to PowerPoint. Roll your presence test and okay. let me know what you get.
4: I got an 18.
1: Okay, and which 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 skeleton are you casting it on? You oh, said the binding a, one, correct?
4: Yeah. Uh, okay, it's only a single target.
1: Yes, the binding immobilizes one creature.
4: Okay, um, I will immobilize the one nearest to Niffle. Okay. because I'm a nice guy.
1: <laughs> this one is immobilized. That, okay, that will be my
4: round, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yes, <laughs> and oh, roll a d10 for me. Okay. Uh, four. Four. It is. It is immobilized for four minutes. Okay. Um, so, uh, Kratar, what would you like to do?
3: Uh, Kratar will smash. Uh, so that's a 14 to hit.
1: That hits. Okay. Uh, that's a two. You knock one of the arms off one of the skeletons, but it is still standing, and, uh, it remains, uh, ready to engage you next round uh and then uh daru what would you like to do sorry
2: daru's going to look at the cat skull and go
4: are you missing your home meow this is the conversation in the middle of a fight okay
2: can I interpret anything from that or is it just meow?
1: You can interpret it however you want. <laughs> Take that as a yes. So
2: we'll worry about that here in a second and I will wing my femur at the closest set of bones.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Bone Rope versus bit. bone.
4: Um
2: my, my worst stat. And that is a two. Oh no, that does not hit. <laughs> no. It is a four minus two for
4: two. <laughs>
1: So um, uh, you attacked one, uh, uh, so go ahead and roll your agility to avoid being attacked by this one. For Daru? Yes, for, for Daru, time. and then I'll go back in backwards order for this. Um, 15. You managed to avoid it, and then uh, Kratar, the one that, it, that you attacked? 14. You uh, managed to avoid it. Um, um, freeze. There are two others that are not frozen, and I'm just going to roll at randomly out of the four of you as to which ones they're going to go after. Um, one is going after Nifle, and one is going after uh, uh, Lenker. Yeah. So if each of you would roll a um, a uh, an agility test to see if you can avoid it uh it's a 14 for me success and eight for me fail it uh, it try it comes in with its bony knuckles punching at you roll a d2 for damage and if you have any armor you can try to soak and the uh spell that you cast earlier Daru, how long does that last for
2: it just says that it can increase one or decrease one tier, and it
1: gives no time on it. So. Okay, so we'll say that it is lasting for for this adventure. So you do have an increased armor tier of uh, increased by one.
4: Um, Linker takes a bony punch to the face, and it just leaves big old scrapes across his chin, and he
1: doesn't go down, but he's ouched. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Knifel. Um, what would you like to do? There's one immobilized right in front of you. There's another one that attacked. Right in front of you. Um, I guess I would
0: like to take the one that's uh, that just attacked me out because I don't want it to attack the next turn. Okay. Um, so I just want to come down on my ho- hook and like try to hit it. Like, like, get its collarbone and just kind of like shatter it as I, uh, as I go down. But we'll, we'll see if that happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, that cocked. Uh, yeah, that is a 14. Success. Roll the damage. Uh, that is three
4: how is doug the melee combat master this This never happens
1: (laughs) your hook goes in and pulls out a couple of bones but it is still managing to to stand uh stand there um lanker what are you doing
4: uh well in the absence of my spell i am going to attack the one that attacked me okay uh and i got a 14 to hit success And four damage to the skeleton.
1: You knock a bunch of, like, you you knock it pretty good, but it's still standing on just just barely. Um, uh, Kratar?
3: All right, I'm going to wind up and swing for his pelvic bone. Yes. That's a 19 plus one. That's a 20. Swoosh. Seven.
1: The uh the pelvic bone like soars through the air as the other bits and pieces <laughs> fly in the opposite direction.
5: Yeah. And, and, and,
1: as you have crushed that one. Uh uh Daru, what are you going to do?
2: Can I try to pull the head off of one of these?
1: Sure, just like
2: Yeah, yeah. I would I would like to do that.
1: Okay. Um I'm so. um, just a, a strength test to see if you can yank sure. it off. And it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be easy because these are all like Decrepit, like we'll do a dr dr ten. Gotcha, cool. Uh, that's
2: gonna be seventeen. Okay. Um,
1: you yank it off and it's like chattering at you like some evil dead, like army of darkness type no. stuff. It's like. Ah, yeah. ah, your, sorry,
2: I need off. your body, and just let it go.
4: <laughs> the undead version <laughs> of Gotcha <your> Nose. <laughs> oh,
1: and man. it's just on the ground, just uh, like yeah. teeth, it, just it's chopping. Army away. of Darkness then, at this point. Yes. <laughs> there we go.
2: Will this suffice for the time being
1: uh that body is still like kind of swinging blindly yeah. um fine. you just need like a, a dr10 to to avoid uh being attacked by it because it yeah. has a strange depth perception 20 dirty success and uh let's see uh, Lanker, the one that that you knocked pretty good is trying to attack you okay
4: i will attempt you dodge.
1: Uh, not with a two, I won't. <laughs> no, uh, take another D2 of uh, knuckle damage. D2 damage. Yeah,
4: that's two points of damage, and that effectively kills me. But um, I have uh, a thing called In Death I Live. When I die, I make a difficulty rating 14 presence test. If I pass, I recover with one hit point. Excellent. And I do not make that. And my body an is consumed in holy
1: flames. <laughs> oh, as the body starts to go up in flames, scrolls, you realize oh. that Lankar has two of the scrolls yeah. that you're trying to return back. <laughs> uh, come Do you on. want to? Does anyone want to spend an omen to to douse this flame and uh, and have him live to see and see another day? <laughs> okay,
2: I've got one omen left. Okay, I, I have and, four, so I let me let me okay. one. Yeah, go
1: okay, ahead. So, so, so would end. you like to re-roll that 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 test to see if you do not burst into yes. flame? Yeah.
4: Um, I will just use one of my own omens to make the roll. Okay. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, a, wah, what happened? I saw something. It was so weird. It was warm in here, eh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you managed to, to not not burst into flame. Uh Knifel, uh, you were being attacked as well by by the skeleton. Uh
0: yeah, let me uh that is a seventeen,
1: and you avoid it with ease. Uh, would you like to attack that one that just attacked you? I would. Yes. Uh, that is a fourteen. That hits, and the damage. And the damage is a four. And you obliterate that one. Bits and pieces nice. go. Well, you, you, your hook just like rips right through it. Um, I didn't um, even have that dagger. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> You know the the, uh, the the skeletons don't like the stabby stabby. They're much better at the uh, the clubbing mm. and slicing. Linker, yes. what would you like to do? There's one standing in front of you with just that, just barely hanging on. It's the only one that's still standing aside from the one that's frozen by knife.
4: I will have my revenge for that near death experience. Uh, oh, I rolled an eleven. Uh,
1: that misses. Okay. Um, uh, Kradar, you see. All that remains. What would you like to do?
3: I'll go help Lenker since he almost went up in flames. Okay. <laughs> Rolled um,
0: <ahead>. Yep. <sighs> Come on.
3: And
1: that's only four. So. Oh, that not much it, yeah. help. Sorry. <laughs> um, Darryl, what would you like to do?
2: I would like to attach the cat head on top of the body. <laughs> Yes. as you attach the yes. cat head
1: on yes. top of the body it like jumps down onto all fours and just starts kind of <laughs> walking around like rubbing up oh. against your legs like in, in like a circle like going around your legs and trying to go between them but it doesn't quite understand this the size of the human skeleton is with the with the tiny cat skull
2: there awesome. will adjust his stancing to accommodate
1: the, the cat to go in between as well. arms
4: akimbo yes
1: <laughs> you now have a strange cat human skeleton companion marvelous
4: uh, next time on necromancer's backyard
1: <laughs> Nifel, what, would, uh, what would you like to do oh no I'm sorry no, um, yeah. uh, Lanker you're getting a trying to get no I'll go uh, even even odd since uh, since that skeleton is getting attacked by two people um And it goes odd with trying to attack Kratar. Bring it.
3: Let's see. Defense. That's a 10.
1: And you uh, get hit with a punch for a D2, which I'm guessing most of your armor will probably soak a lot of that. All right. So
3: So that's two points of damage, and then I'm going to roll for my armor
1: and that's 3. Okay. So the, bon- the 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 bony fist doesn't really seem to do anything. Um amongst all of you being there with this skeleton only having one hit point left, you managed to defeat it. Um and the one that's still frozen in place if you want to crush it, you're you're more than welcome to um because it would just easily you would easily destroy these last two skeletons. That is exactly the plan. Yeah. Um, there doesn't really seem to be much else in this room. You've already gotten one scroll that was torn in half. um, And what did you do with the torn pieces? Because Lanker, didn't you tear the one scroll in half in this room? So what did you do with the torn pieces? Did you you burn those pieces?
4: No, no, no. I just tore it in half. Um, I'll well, knowing I know what it is and but now it has no magical ability so I'm fine with it so um, I'll take the torn pieces I guess and tuck them away
1: okay the uh the only the the remaining uh, exit out of this room uh, continue continues it kind of corridor goes southbound uh, just a little bit um, uh, let's see Doug will you roll a d2 mm mm-hmm. uh it's a two Okay. As you, as you work your way down through this corridor, it goes quite a ways. The, the, the 10 foot wide space, the walls, uh, are still the, the same, uh, roots that come down the stagnant dry air, uh, just kind of lingers. And as you work your way southbound, the smell of roasted nuts starts to linger in the air.
4: Radar, what are you doing? Not my nuts. Oh, okay. Not my,
5: not my nuts. No.
1: <laughs> Radar, as you move south, the, 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 the corridor opens up almost into a, a Y, heading down, down like south, almost due south and kind of southeast. Uh, stepping into this room, um, make an agility test.
3: Oh boy! Uh...
1: <laughs> Here we go with the sevens again. <laughs> the uh, the roots underneath on the ground seem to give way a little bit and wrap themselves around uh, one of your ankles. Make a mm-hmm. uh, toughness test as bits and pieces of the the thorns that are that are on this start to stick. Try and stick their way into your leg.
3: Uh, so that'd be fourteen.
1: You manage to to avoid anything really piercing past the armor and and getting seeping into your skin, but you feel that your leg is stuck. And as you're trying to get footing around you, you notice the ground all around. It almost looks as though it's it's moving and and alive. And it's hard to quite place where safe places to stand would be. As crater is in the lead. Um, with uh, uh, where did my my list go? Nightfall. Yes, uh, behind. What what would you like to do? You see him kind of trip and, and sink down just a little bit.
4: Huck, that's you.
1: What's that? I'm
0: sorry. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
1: I was... You, you saw a crater kind of trip and sink down uh, and and get kind of caught in the ground. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to try to help him back up with my one good hand. Okay. So, so, so you give him, give him the good hand. Um, you, you're trying to pull your leg free. Uh, to break your leg free from this, um, you can either try and chop away at the ground underneath, or you can just try and make a pure strength test, whichever you'd prefer. I'm yeah, probably...
0: Going... Yeah, yeah. Oh. Go ahead. No, go for it. Uh, probably just
3: go for pure strength.
1: Okay. Uh, roll a strength test. 14. That makes it you rip your leg out and break free um, as you're trying to find your footing. Uh, Knifehold, make a uh, make a presence test to see if you can see where safe spots are to stand. Oh, that's that's a one. OK, Oh, yeah, you definitely like, oh, this is good. Um, put your foot down, make an agility test the, uh, to try and avoid um, getting stuck. And this uh, the difficulty is going to be reduced on this because of your because of your fumble.
0: Gotcha. Um, that is actually a 20, but it's an 18 plus my two modifier. OK,
1: okay. With, with the dirty 20, you manage to not get stuck, but your foot definitely sinks in. But there's nothing like constricting you. Uh, your movement, but you're definitely in some of the soft, squishier parts of Ugh. these uh, <laughs> these roots. Um, as uh, Lenker and and Daru are following up, you see uh, both uh, of of your your, uh, your your party members kind of fall fall a little bit and sink down. And just as Nifel's trying to pull Crater up, Nifel sinks down as well. Uh, what would you all like to do? Um.
4: Hmm. I don't think I have anything. Uh, okay. Nope, I don't have anything there. OK. Um, I'm going to just uh, get my sword ready to start chopping at roots if anything tries to grab onto me, I guess.
1: OK. You do that, and then make a, both of you make a presence test as well to see if you see safe spots to step into. Uh, I got a 15. Yeah. 17. Both of you see like there's two spots amongst the area that you could hop onto and like almost like leaping onto to be out of where the moving area is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, do you do that or do you stay where you are? Um, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you do that, um, as both of you stand like leap onto your respective spaces, you feel them both kind of sink just a little bit, but it's not like in a constricting way. It's almost like you're stepping on a plate that with your weight on it goes down just about an inch <laughs> and you hear a as a oh. door behind this vined wall just kind of swings open on the north, uh, the, the Northwest, uh, no, Northeast corridor. Ah, we've uncovered the clever mechanism. Let's got through the door. <laughs> and from even entering into this room, there was that smell of roasted nuts lingering even more, comes out from this room as the door opens though it's it's musty and stagnant um going i
4: know in, how you feel door
1: <laughs> going into the room um and at this point nifle and crater you can kind of climb your way out of uh seeing where the safe spot was that lanker and uh daru had stepped on uh, it's just like a small kind of alcove that's that's carved that's naturally built into the space and it looks like it was at some point a storage closet or something like that. There is a, a lonely book laying on the ground um, that you can see has scrawled on it, the, the Lost Tome of Abyssal. And ah! inside of it is one page that has been torn out, but placed back inside.
4: Oh.
1: Roll Ooh. a... Uh, uh, so... Daru or Lenker, whoever got to that first, roll a D2 and let me know what you get.
4: I'll race you for it.
1: (laughs) You want to roll or you want me to roll? And you're muted, uh, Fenn.
2: Oh, yeah, that would help, wouldn't it? Um, I I can roll unless you also want to make the roll for a presence to not burn it.
4: No, go for it you, you roll to see what it is and then i'll okay. roll to see if i try to burn it
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a one yeah
1: you, uh, you pick it up and uh uh you realize that it is called the 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 scroll is called the taste and something about it when 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 the the caster casts it they can heal whatever damage they inflict in something else on the Ooh. walls. For at least a, a a certain amount of time. I also rolled a one. Ooh. Marvelous. So as, the scroll, as you're Daru. looking at it, <laughs> Lanker is trying. How, how would you try and grab it out of uh, Daru's hands? I'm just grabbing my torch and lighten it. <laughs>
4: <What>? <laughs> Give me the Daru, scroll, Daru. Daru's Just kind of like, not, uh, uh, we already burned
1: one today. One's enough. Stop. <laughs> so Daru, you can make an agility test to to move out the the scroll out of the way of the burning uh the burning torch.
2: That's going to be a uh, dirty 20.
1: Okay. Um, so you lean in with the torch and try to get it, but he moves out of the way. Um, are you going to like persist and like push him into like, this is this is, you're essentially in a closet. So uh, how, how bent would you be Would Lanker be on setting this ablaze?
4: I wasted that binding scroll. Damn. <laughs> I, am, I am
2: glad there isn't that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a perfect time. Um I'll make a grab for it, but I'm not gonna try and burn Dayru for it. I'll just make a grab for the scroll with my free hand.
1: Yeah.
4: Um just like an agility test, I guess. Uh, or, yeah. 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 I got a twelve.
1: Yeah. That would uh that would hit. So um you grab it. Um and then I guess it's like a strength test just opposing strength test to see if it to see if it okay. gets poured out. Sure. See if the see how, I, how
3: well this paper I... <laughs> In, in the middle of this, could I go up behind Linker and bop him on the head? Yes.
4: With my mage?
1: You, you could totally do that. Okay.
4: Uh, I got a 12 on the strength test. I got a zero.
3: Two minus two. Uh, 15. <laughs>
1: so Ooh. as you're grabbing with the scroll, ripping it out of the hand, you feel a kathunk on the back of your head.
4: Okay. Um, well, I, can't, I don't really have an opportunity to dodge that if it's from behind, do I? Six.
1: Six I don't think do. so yeah because I don't I think you would be like completely focused on on that okay role.
4: well that that's gonna kill me so I'm gonna roll my presence test <laughs> again
1: <laughs> and I made it this time
4: nice. <laughs> <laughs> she refuses to take me and I'm revived with one hit point <laughs> <laughs> excellent you There's do like have Daru to really have the like a scroll. Oh. Now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that did take a little bit of time. Like you got knocked down to the ground. Oh yeah. Then you came back up. But yeah. in that time, Crater or Daru could have re- gotten the scroll. Um, while Linker is really peel it back out of the
2: finger as well. <laughs> yeah, gets rejected yeah. from <laughs> from being taken by his god and Co. Go, oh that would have been just...
4: terrible if i had died then because then i still had the other page <laughs> Yep.
2: <laughs> i was like oh cool well, and then just kind of tuck it away and then go Ah oh, man page got destroyed Darn it. <laughs> real shame
4: well if i've if yeah if he's gonna if he's yeah. gonna tell me that it's gone i'll i'll yeah. honest i'm not gonna push it i'm not gonna attack him again just to try and get a page hmm.
1: The only other things in this little alcove are bits and pieces of shells of some some nut that have been just kind of deteriorated or eaten away by rodents or people a long time ago. Is, um, as you come out of the, the, the closeted area, there's a corridor going due south and one going um, southeast. Which way would you like to go?
4: I think we should go south or, or we could go southeast. <laughs> Let's go
1: southeast. as you go southeast it only goes southeast for a little short period of time before it then curves back up opening into like a a a 20 feet wide by about 20 feet deep before it opens into a giant alcove uh leading up to the north and in this big kind of this big cavernous room um it's hazy and there's a smoky fire with, with what smells like burned Leaves and dried herbs that fills the room. Through the haze, you can you can see a, a small fire uh, at the far end uh, that looks like it's just kind of built into the ground.
4: No one mm-hmm. else in the room, though.
1: Um, you can see some something through the smoke, like some human shape, kind of moving about. Kind, of, you can see them kind of ducking and moving and just kind of walking, oh. almost like they're kind of gliding and dancing back and forth uh, almost as though maybe to confuse you or uh, just kind of possibly see through the smoke to, to where you are.
3: Cradar is going to start mimicking the dance. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Do you want to move in? What would you all like? Oh yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm going to move in and I'll try to like angle off to a flank kind of situation.
1: As you do that in Crater's dancing, um, you hear <coughs> what do you want in here? Who are you?
3: That's uh... some fine dancing skills you have there.
1: Yes. <laughs> Perhaps I was using my magics to hypnotize you. Darrier just starts giggling. It
5: doesn't uh-huh. take much to hypnotize me! <laughs> Jeez
4: are you perhaps a warlock
1: why would you why would you be looking for a warlock in here uh
4: our friend here the dancing man (laughs) mm. (laughs) has had a spell placed upon him and we're in search of a warlock to remove the curse
1: i see come closer as you move in closer you see a man with a long grayish beard his eyes are sunken in. He's got soot like rubbed around his eyes, making dark smears across his eyes and across his mouth. He's got some strange cloak type thing that has almost a, a translucent uh, look to it. Like you can kind of see through it a little bit. It's got strange folds and waves in it. His hands are also black, though they look almost as though they, they are dyed black. Before it reaches like before it looks like some sort of rot and then hits a very pale skin underneath. He holds a, a long ornate scepter and wears a very strange cowl atop his head. Let me see. He does not look afflicted by anything I've seen before. As you're looking at him and he's seeing that, you also notice that there's there's a cot against a far wall on top of the fire is like a stew pit stew pot um with something that doesn't smell nearly as good as what you had in in the in in the other place in harga's room what is it that you want for real tell me (laughs) or be gone from this place
4: oh my i am not a negotiator uh oh dear um
2: you we're sent for the hands of this person, right?
4: Yeah, we need a hand. Is <laughs> We need both hands. Uh, well, yeah, I know, but I'm not going to tell him that right out. Oh. Like, we need a hand, you know, like, hinted. Hint, we need help, and then, you know, ambush. Um, of course, we're saying this right in front of the damn warlock. <laughs> 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 Don't
0: That's you shake your list. head
4: at me, Niffle. You haven't said a word. Yeah, because,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. what happened last time. we ended up with a skeleton cat
1: (laughs) all right um all right you're testing my patience
4: Mm,
1: there are many other places in these tunnels to go to leave me be leave this old fool be
4: we can leave we just need a bit of a hand with something uh oh boy uh (laughs)
0: I'm gonna go over to the, the the stew pot and take a look in in the stew pot and see what's in there. You made me
4: crap about that earlier. And you're gonna yeah. Well, really-
0: you know what?
1: I'm I'm gonna take a look. As you look in, you see like slugs floating around, uh, hmm. bits of uh, bits of chunks of moss, bits of bark that kind of like a piece of root that has bark kind of cooking off of it. Sure. Um, there's a small stained wooden spoon resting inside the stew pot. It's kind of greenish, and like on um, like a, a olivey color. Does not hmm. smell very good.
0: Hmm. I'm gonna kind of turn up my nose at it and uh, look at these guys and
1: kind of shake my head, like no, we is don't there, want any of that. Is there a
3: spoon in it?
4: Yeah. yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sample it.
1: As you go over to grab the spoon, he walks over and tries to hit your hand with his staff. I didn't say you could eat my stew. And uh roll to try and avoid the staff.
3: Oh. Uh that's a ten. So
1: mm-hmm. That that is a miss or that hits. Um roll a uh roll a D four for damage and then also make a toughness test for me.
3: Okay. So that's two damage uh count my armor or no. Uh
1: yeah, you can use armor for the okay. for that. But then uh then also oh, uh
3: that's a six and then a
1: toughness test. Yep. Yeah. Oof. Uh, Five. Okay. For that, roll a d4, if you would. Oh, no. A four. All of a sudden, you start to hear voices inside of your head. Um, I made some new friends! (laughs) Something is telling you you need to go deeper. Much further below. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's picking <laughs> his nose right now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Deeper. <laughs> There's something beneath everything that is calling you, and it's going to keep calling to you. Like a telemarketer. Like yes. You. Um. You see. You see this this strange person wrap, Kradar's cra- knuckles. What do you all do?
4: Um, um. Well, I'm gonna pull out my sword and attempt to. Wrap his knuckles right off. <laughs> okay, um, uh,
1: go ahead and roll initiative then for the group since you are calling that.
4: Uh, I got a five.
1: Okay, um, since it's since uh, since the, this since this warlock sees you drawing its weapon. Uh, okay, so then roll individual initiative since you rolled that for the group.
4: Um, okay. You want me to keep the five or?
1: No, that was for the group. Yes. So okay. roll an individual. Oh, six for me then. Ha <laughs> Three, uh, four. four, six. And uh, Josh, what did you get for Kradar? Four. four.
3: Yeah.
2: I have a plus one. You have a zero, right, for your agility?
1: Correct.
3: Cool. So you but, would go before yep. me. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so uh,
1: uh, Lanker, what are you doing?
4: I'm going to attempt to bring my sword down right on his hand. <laughs> that's what we're here for yep. <laughs> i'm just gonna sure. try and chop his darn
1: hand off roll to hit
4: uh got a 15
1: uh that uh that hits roll the damage
4: and my damage is three
1: you hit but something about it it hits that kind of translucent uh cloak and it just stops when when the sword hits it evil it's cursed Yeah. Um, uh, Kratar, what are you going to do?
3: Kratar's is going to go deeper. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'll hit him back. Okay. How dare he try to. That's a natural 20. Boom.
1: Nicely done. Squish. Roll the damage. <laughs> How dare and... you
3: keep me from food?
1: <laughs> Drop the uh, armor. armor on that uh... one.
3: So
1: three plus three—that's going to be six total. Excellent, six. Not even. Hey, as you hit him, he's like, "Ah!" Um, uh, 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 see, uh, Daru, what are you going to do?
2: Uh, do I catch the translucent armor sheen coming off the cloak? Yes. I would like to run up, grab a hold of that cloak. Okay. Uh, and and use my last power thing to oh. cast one last thing of um, uh, total matter comprehension. Okay. And then use that to break a normal sized item, mundane or otherwise, including armor,
1: to decrease mundane or armor. otherwise. Okay. Yeah. To to decrease.
2: And one tier of of armor off that.
1: <sighs> okay. All like, all of a sudden, like this slightly translucent uh, thing. You can you can feel it just kind of deteriorating under your hands. Um,
5: mm.
1: Now it's ratty and ragged, um, and does not look like it's going to provide any form of resistance. Nicely done, Knifel. Um, um, I'm going to lean into
0: Kratar, and I am going to use my uh, Speaker of Truths. Uh, ability one last time for the day and uh, I'm going to uh, use my wisdom knowledge and advice and intercom to bring clarity to a creature of my choice and the DR of the next test they undertake is lowered by four. So I'm going to lean in and I'll be like this guy is the reason why you're hearing those voices. We need to take care of him and get his hands.
4: Glad you followed that up with Take his hands because knowing Kratar, he would have been. I got to take care of him. Get away from
1: yeah. him, Mal. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Now he is going to try uh, to attack one of you. I'm going to do the the d4, and it is one, so that's knifle Um, uh, he is using he's using a scroll that he's memorized and. You are now, well, I will allow you to make a toughness test against this, okay. uh, but it's going to be a DR 16 because it's, it's tough because he's casting magics at you. Can I use my omen point to give him a success or no? You could give him a decrease the difficulty by four. Sure. Let's do that. Or you could have him reroll depending on what he gets. If you want to wait and hold it until you see what he oh. gets. I, I rolled a, roll a fourteen. Okay, yeah. So that that does yeah. it. So you see him like spitting these these arcane words at you in your general vicinity. His eyes that are covered in soot and black open up wide as he's staring at you, but somehow it does not take any form of effect. Um, Lanker, what are you going to do now?
4: Um, I am going to attempt to plunge my sword into his chest. Yes. Now that I've uh, failed at chopping a hand off. Uh, and I got an 11.
1: That does not hit unless you have another omen that you want to spend.
4: I and do not. I use difficulty. my last one on Niffle.
1: Okay. Um, that uh, brings us to Kratar.
3: Yeah, Kratar uh, definitely going to hit him again. Uh, 11.
1: That does not hit. Unless you want to, uh, what's that? You, you had the four. Oh, from you the... had the four. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Oh. So that does hit.
3: Oh right.
4: Yes. There we go.
1: Niffle's inspirational speech has helped you. That's right. <laughs> Nicely done. Right
3: <laughs> All right. Damage
1: time. Oh seven. He, uh, you uh, smash into him, and he feels it. Really, really badly. You see him kind of crumple a little bit under the weight of your mace. Um, uh, uh, Derry, what are you going to do?
2: Um, hmm, not, of fun things to do. So it's just heft <laughs> femur th- bonk, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that is going to be a sixteen. Okay that hits. All right. Femur damage. There's going to be 3 points of femur damage.
1: The femur hits into him and you can see that he was not expecting that coming and it hits him very very, very with a solid hit. Naifal, what would you like to do?
0: Um, I have a uh, what is this a sacred scroll. It says one creature blindly obeys we have a, a
1: single scroll.
0: Yeah. So see it one creature obeys uh, <laughs> a single command. So it's it was Enochian Syntax. Okay. So, yeah, I think I want to use that. Okay. Go ahead and roll your presence test to see if you cast it well. I did not. That's an eight. Oh, but I have an omen. Can I use an omen? Yes. So that would adjust it to a 12, and that yeah. would be successful. All right. I would like to command the um, the the yeah. I would like to command
1: it to walk into the fire. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, so it just uh, the the warlock just starts walking towards the fire. Right. And uh, I guess he walks into it and then walks through it. Like all right um take roll a d2 for how much damage he takes sure sure uh that's a two as he's walking through and screaming as it's happening um as he does that um let's see you everybody make an agility test as he's muttering and saying things you feel the roots on the ground starting to come up and try and wrap around your legs
4: i got a 15
1: yeah a two. I, got, I got a 7 Th- 13 okay so for uh uh kratar and nifle you feel these roots coming up and wrapping and twisting around your legs um this round you're going to have to like either cut through and break free because they're trying to trap you and and keep you pulled down and uh Yes, so it's it's uh, going to continue. If you don't break free, it's going to continue trying to envelop you. Um, uh, Lenker, what are you going to do? Um,
4: I will. Uh, are they actually stuck yet, or like, can I help them get free?
1: Like, yes that 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 was um, his action. He he cast a spell that caused these roots to go around them. So they they it, within that round they kind of quickly came up and, and snared them. So you okay,
4: can. I will try. Uh, so, well, let's see. Um, who do I need to free? Uh, probably, cr-
0: probably Kratar.
4: Yeah, I think Kratar is the heavy so he hitter here. So, first. yeah, I'll try. I'll try to fill. I'll try fill. I'll try to free Kratar.
1: <laughs> How are you going to do that? Are you going to like cut into it? Or are you going to like peel it away? I'm
4: going to try to peel it away because my sword has been really letting me down lately. Okay. So we'll do this that is- instead.
1: This is going to be a strength test as you're trying yep. to pull against an active vine that's attacking.
4: I got a 17.
1: Okay. You you manage to peel enough away so that Kratar can break free. Um, and Kratar would you would be you would go next anyway. So what would you like to do? Yeah. Uh,
3: I want to try to finish this and smash his face.
1: Okay. So you uh, lunge over towards him who just walked through the fire and rolled a hit. Yep. Fourteen, and that hits, and he only had one hit point of damage left. But you're welcome to roll. I roll the seven. <laughs> Boom! Squish! You just smash <laughs> your head in um, as he falls to the ground. Because we're already past uh, the time that we wanted to run to, um, you manage to cut off his hands. Looking around with a hammer,
4: <laughs> with a mace, that. with a mace. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You find a cot against the far wall with fabric attached to four femur, femurs that are sharpened and driven into the ground. Under the cot, you find a journal with notes detailing rituals that would need to bring this other deity that's somewhere underground here to its full form and how to transfer the powers of this deity into another vessel. Um, jotted in the edges are theories on how Malkala's twin brother wants to us- us- usurp his power. And you also find the one other, the one other scroll that you had not found yet. Like roll to see if you would, you would destroy it or not.
4: <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good.
1: So you managed to collect all that, the hands, all, but one of the scrolls work your way back and decide whether or not you want to actually sell them to, to the person that had hired you to come in here or perhaps sell them to a higher bidder. Um, in tonight's adventure, I mean, we went through one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six. We went through eight out of the no, really nine out of the fifty-five rooms nice. in the uh, in the adventure.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. What what happened to the uh, skeleton cat?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, the skeleton cat is hanging out with Daru. So what that was that was actually just a that was one of the uh, no use for the dead tables, which was just a if if you don't pet the the cat skull. Every D4 hours it will meow. Nice. And so I liked infusing I it onto the, the the human the meowing uncontrollably. That
5: was,
1: <laughs> that was
0: great. That was great. Well, Brian, thank you so much for uh for, for this actual play. This yeah, was this was a blast. You. Um, I'm gonna remind folks that if you enjoyed this, usually I'd say hit the like button down below. You can still do that but I want you to hit the, the link in the description and check it out because it is great value for, uh, the, for, for what you're getting, especially if you love Morkborg, And, uh, I, I think you're going to have a lot of fun replayability and it's just, nah,
4: that's what I'm keen on actually is the replayability yeah. that comes with the, with the, uh, with yeah. the nonlinear dungeon design kind of idea. Right. I awesome. like that. Nice. I,
0: I love, I love stuff that just gives you random, like I can just like, look, we just threw this together. You could bring this to a convention and do a really great one shot with with yeah. uh, this this supplement for it. So yeah, I, I I can't speak highly enough of it. I think uh, Brian, you, you're just knocking it out of the park. Thank uh, you. I hope uh, I hope it has much success in these last few days that it's on GameFound. So um. thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. If, if people want to, to know more about uh, what you do at uh, creature create Cura- Cura- curation,
1: uh, where should they go? Where, where, where do you want to f- send folks? Go to a link tree slash Brian colon. Cause it's got all my links there for all the different places, all the numerous projects that I tend to dip my toe into. Nice. Excellent. Excellent.
0: And, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, crawling death below the dying force uh, it will be uh, out uh, later this year. Uh, if you've got retailers that love to stock more board, go check that. And tell them to check it out uh, right now on on uh, GameFound for the next few days. And yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm personally backing it at that level because I want more copies of this to be able to, to share with all sorts of folks that uh, love uh, more board content. So, and it's just it's just a really great uh, like book just. Or any kind of random one shot, to be honest with you, if you love that this kind of uh, genre and and just to kind of get you,
4: you know. Yeah, you could easily stat it for something else if you oh, can yeah. use Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again.
0: You know? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Fen, where can folks find you if they want uh, more Fen uh, in their lives?
2: If they want more Fen in their lives for some reason, um, they can go to uh, usually Twitter uh, at Fenaccini, F E N A C I N N I, is the easiest way to go keep up with all the ramblings and crazy things that i do these days so
0: nice nice so. um i i don't want to put you on the spot but sure we're gonna we're gonna connect it to origins i believe right absolutely. are you still gonna be I, at origins yeah, this year yep yeah, yeah, be, nice. yeah well,
2: i can work origins or just be at origins you know
0: excellent whatever you need excellent well, I'm, so i'm i'm excited to uh, connect with you again this year absolutely 100%. uh josh if folks would like uh more more uh kratar nose picking <laughs> yeah. in, in their lives <laughs> Where should they go?
3: Uh yeah, uh check out uh Joshua Melville
0: at drive-thru rpg. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, Josh has put out some some really great uh Morcor content as well, which uh we featured uh I think at least one of them on on the show.
3: With, uh, two, in fact, two.
0: Yeah, two. That's right. Very cool. And Jason, where, where can folks find you?
4: Um I'm here on Victory Condition Gaming every Monday night on the chaotic cast. I hang out on Doug's discord and a variety of other discords and I'm at Hexeter pretty much everywhere. Twitter um, is pretty much where I hang out for social media stuff. Um, I think I have an Instagram that's Hexeter as well, but I don't really, I post on other people's stuff with it. I don't really do much with it myself.
0: Sure. sure, no, It's fine. All right. And uh, like I said, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already subscribed. Appreciate you, Brian. Thank We're you. gonna have to have you on again when you have your next project because I have a feeling that uh, you're just this well. projects of projects that are that yes. are emanating from your, your your mind and from your writing and everything. So I'm I'm excited to see what uh, what else you're going to bring to the table and hopefully we can share more with more people here on on VCG.
1: That would so. be awesome, and thanks everybody for playing. It was great getting to play with you tonight, so I really appreciate it. It was a blast. This
4: this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like Mark Borg is always fun, but uh, you did very well actually. Yeah. I was very impressed. Yeah. it was
0: it was a super fun session. Mm-hmm. Whatever,
4: whatever accolade that actually is, me me being impressed with you. I I will take it Thank you. I I thought you did fabulously.
1: (laughs) Thank you.
0: Thank you. One thing that we should we 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 never gave skeleton cat a uh, a name. Did we? We did not give skeleton cat a name. In in the comments, let give us a name for skeleton cat. (laughs) I'd love to hear what uh, folks is uh, you know what everybody has a name for a skeleton
1: cat. I think I I need to make art for that because it's you know. It's just weird enough that oh. it, 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 it needs it. It works. Yeah. you let me know,
4: I, will, yeah. I and will have... A tiny little cat skull on right. a full-size <laughs> human skeleton. <Yeah.
0: laughs> uh, horrible, horrible. Like
4: something out of a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> on that note, we're going to say thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed it, hit the like button. Appreciate you all. This has been Victory Condition Gaming, because winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, If you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe. All the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, It really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victoryconditiongaming. We have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much.